0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Oh, you're so funny. <laughs> I know. Funny looking, right? <laughs> well, that too, I guess. All right. Welcome on board, everybody. It's the WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan, a distinguished mayor of Shemokin Dam and just a super nice guy. And, Did you uh, say distinguished or extinguished? <laughs> not extinguished yet. Anything but. He may be declining, but he's not expired. That's Joe's new mantra. So we really appreciate him coming in. He's a great uh, foil for me. I'm a bad uh, liberal, and he's a good conservative, so that doesn't always make for a great show, but we're always very glad that Joe is here. Mr. Rob Center always makes it a great show because he answers the phone and makes sure that everybody gets through, and he's our fabulous producer, so we appreciate his help and hard work. So he takes uh, good care of us in every way. Uh, we have already uh, some uh, an email standing by that relates to the vaccine. One of the individuals, who I guess they call it vaccine, hesitant to uh, send us a note last week we did not get to it so we'll get to that today and of course uh, let's see in Texas we had the Democrats walk out so there'd be no quorum when it came time for a voter suppression bill so but the governor says they can proceed uh, shortly without I believe it. it's the governor that calls the special session Is right he's now
2: bill? threatening to and probably will veto article 10 of the budget passed by the legislature article 10 funds the legislative branch he said if they're not going to work they're not going to get paid all right so we can chit-chat about that. You know, uh, you know it's amazing okay. to me that they're oh. calling these voter suppression bills when really all they're doing is rolling back to the way things were before the pandemic, things Ooh. going back to normal. Going backwards in voter rights is no, a no. great way to put it. So no, no. But can stop and think that. about it. We had all no, these. No, 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 you no. You stop no, and no, think about no, it. no, 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 no. <laughs> We had all of this in place. It was in place for years. It wasn't a problem. We bent a little bit during the pandemic. Now the pandemic, things are getting back to normal, and we're trying to get back to normal with respect to voting. Add a few security measures. And what are the liberals calling it? Voter suppression. Well, it is it voter suppression. Me. No, well, it that's isn't. the goal of it. You know it, Joe. It's not the goal <laughs> of it. Your, fo- your, your fox funnels are it clogged. It is not the goal of it. <laughs> oh, okay. So that's just a corollary benefit? Is that what you're trying no, to say? You know, if you choose to believe that, that. That's fine, and I'm sure you do. You know, but you, you, you're you, the guy who made fun of all the conspiracy theories of Donald Trump. This is a Democratic or left-wing conspiracy theory about voters voting. I choose to
1: believe it, from a man who was uh, loyal to a pathological, narcissist. I wasn't loyal liar. to Donald
2: Trump. Never was. <laughs> all right. A narcissistic, pathological liar. Right. I think it was better when you were calling the guy a buffoon. <laughs> a buffoon. All
1: right. Well, he's got a cult now, so that he's fortunate. He's, at least he's got... His uh, followers are still in lockstep right behind him. All eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five 795 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We'd love to hear from you. There's a number of other topics popping up. The pandemic is winding down, so uh, we still have a restriction in Pennsylvania, believe it or don't if you're unvaccinated, you have to volunteer that information and wear a mask in, according to Pennsylvania's masking rules. So. And of course, nobody would lie about such a thing. Now, it's <laughs> <laughs> well, funny. It's interesting. Uh, if you were a good conservative that was an a- anti-vaxxer, as many of them are, um, would you lie about it and just say, okay, I've been vaccinated? Or would you say, no, I'm a conservative. I hate
2: vaccines. I, I don't believe in Joe Biden's initiative. and Absent so- uh, absent some sort of a written Identification requiring you to have it in your possession that shows you've been vaccinated, would be just easier to lie to people, don't you I think? think? So yeah, <laughs> I think uh, a lot of conservatives will just resort to that. <laughs> of course, no <laughs> liberal would ever lie. Their leader, never, never their, lie. Their, hum- their great leader put them up to it. You know that to be true. All right, one the great leader? The great leader who developed the vaccines, got them the going, cult. and funded them. The cult, the cult leader, Mr. Trump. Well, if it weren't for Donald Trump, we wouldn't have these vaccines. Mm, I think
1: we probably would get them eventually. I'm, I'm not sure that we would have had them as fast without his efforts. That's true. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. 1-800-795-9565 is the line. we got two callers standing by, so they're going to be on the radio shortly. On the Mark is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Joe's a little wound up today, so send him an email at onthemark at wko. Dot com. We would love to hear from but you. But
2: don't send me a text because it's too hard to get uh, Yeah, Joe can't get to the text. Uh, it's a
1: 30-step it's a process, but I can do it. So while he talks, I can click through that. And uh, if you want to send us a text, go ahead, 70236. Include the keyword OTM this your first few letters, and then a space, and then your message. All right, Eric is standing by. Thank you so much for calling in, sir. You're on the mark. First caller of the week.
3: Good
4: morning, gentlemen. Thank you for taking my call. Just uh, wanted your both your perspectives on the Republicans voting down um, the ability to have a commission formed to look into the insurrection from last January. What possibly could be the motivation for not wanting to get to the bottom of what really happened?
1: Well, the Trump cult doesn't want President Trump in hot water. The commission will surely show that, you know, as even Joe concedes, he had a uh, sort of a contributing role, uh, you know, not a significant organizing role or anything, but a contributing role. They don't want to show that. How can how could you run him in 2024 if he's tainted by a bipartisan commission that said he's 30 percent responsible?
2: Joe, your thoughts? I'm just listening to Mark run his mouth off as Uh. as usual. I think the Republic Republic has made a mistake in not doing it. I don't know what the result of it would be. If it was truly bipartisan and was truly a bipartisan effort to arrive at at what actually happened and investigate it wherever it goes and equally pursue all avenues of the investigation, I would have no problem with it. If it would turn out to just be another witch hunt, which I don't think it could do as a... you know, twenty what was it, twenty six and twenty six? They were going to have, I forget the exact number, but it was an equal number of Republicans and Democrats mm-hmm. on the on the committee. And if the Republican and the Democratic leadership get to pick them, I'd have no problem with it.
4: Yeah. So my my perspective is why if if the uh, many of the, those Republicans are saying this insurrection, which I'm going to call because I believe it was one. I've watched the reports. I've seen. Um, there was a, a um, police officer who was killed, murdered. I would say by by the actions. Why wouldn't we want to get to the bottom of it? If, as some of the Republicans are saying, uh, "Hey, this was just uh, was not our Trump supporters. This was you know whoever they're creating the issue. Why not Why shouldn't the American people have the ability to really know what would happen?
3: But look at the, what, Look, what look have, at the what comments. What would have
4: happened in 1963, 64 if we had not had the Warren Commission?
2: Well, it no, let nobody fascinates
4: the president. Go without Eric, further investigation. No, no, Eric,
2: nobody believed the Warren Commission. I'm sorry, <laughs> it didn't exactly have but, universal but it, acceptance. It
4: created closure. It created closure, Joe. um uh, I I, I don't think so, so Eric. <laughs> uh,
2: no, no, no. It did not. I, I, you can still find thousands of documentaries today about the real assassination of at John F. Kennedy. At the time,
4: Joe, at the time, it created closure and allowed the United States to move forward.
2: After were the you, fact, were I you I alive then? I can't believe you were alive then and hold that view.
4: <laughs> I was, uh, but I've also uh, a student of history and studied and saw what happened uh, in in '64. Uh, it became an election year and so forth. Can you imagine if that questions would still be out there lying where the United States would have been trying to elect a president in 1964 if we hadn't had some apparent closure on that issue?
2: Well, I disagree with you, but go ahead. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so what you're saying is there shouldn't have been a Warren Commission. No, either. there we there should, should have been a let Warren Commission. Go and, there, and America doesn't have the right to know r- what really happened.
2: There had to be a commission, but uh, <clears> they <throat> overlooked a lot. I mean, just just the the single bullet theory <laughs> was such a joke that Arnold Specter proposed it and and got yeah, it accepted. Right. I mean, it it was it was just incredible that a bullet could do that. I mean, no one in there on Earth has ever seen a bullet to perform the magic that that bullet performed. So, I mean, I don't think it caused any closure. It created a lot of questions. Yes, maybe they, maybe somebody agreed that uh, Lee Harvey Oswald acted alone, but then you have the Garrison investigation, and you have Clay Shaw, and whether or not he was involved with it. I mean, there was no closure as the result of this. Honest, Eric, there wasn't.
4: Okay, so, so
2: How about the uh, going to the present
4: day, then, so we... We don't even look into uh, trying to uh, find out what really happened back in January. We just let it go. We allow nobody saying that who want to, to say, "Hey, it was simply just a little bit of a, uh, a disturbance. Tourist. There was nothing behind it. Was it was just some tourists who want to move on and forget about it.
2: <laughs> it was just some tourists who had a bad day, right?
4: <laughs> yeah, and that's my concern, and that, that's the basis of my call. My concern is that there's so many people uh, of a certain ilk in this country who want to forget about it. I don't want to forget about it. I was chilled by what I saw happening in the seat of democracy, the greatest democracy in the world, and what was happening, allowed to happen, because of someone saying, I don't agree with the election. And that is chilling. And it is something that cannot be repeated, and the only way we will prevent it from being repeated is to fully investigate it, find out what was behind it, and then take steps to ensure it doesn't happen.
2: Just for the record, every time somebody says democracy, I remind people this is a republic, a constitutional republic. Not a democracy. It's twice he's got you with that, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> he's a trivia expert, if nothing else. Right, but
5: seriously. Oh, oh,
4: so we're going to play play funny yes. funny words here. We're no. going to get back to yes. the issue. Yes. No, we, that is. American people <laughs> deserve to know what happened and who did what on that day.
1: When you've lost and the now high ground, the Republicans to are trying to say no.
4: We're just going to move on to the next election and forget about it.
2: Well, I think it'll I, come back to bite them. I'm not them. going to forget
4: about it, and I'm going to remember that the next time I cast a ballot. In whatever we have, a democracy or a representative, whatever.
2: Yep, your you're, bottom
4: line is the American people deserve to know congressman what the Constitutional, no constitutional on Republic.
2: And listen, I don't have any problem with, with having that kind of an investigation. I don't think most Americans have that kind of a problem with it. But you're presupposing what the outcome of that's going to be. I mean, you I, what you, you have in your mind what you think is going to happen. As
4: you even said, it's going to be even-steven from both parties to look into it.
2: Right. But what if they come back and say that Donald Trump had nothing to do with it, his comments didn't exacerbate the situation? Knowing you and your positions, I can't believe you'd accept that.
4: I, because you and I know that, can't, know that won't happen because it's on record exactly what he said in the actual sequence of events. Okay, then there's I, no point. Not. What I want to know is who was behind the rest of it.
2: Then there's no point in having the investigation. You already know what the outcome well, will no, be. No, no,
4: certainly I do not. What your perspective <laughs> is that Donald Trump did not in, incite that riot. Okay, then I, if that's your point, then who did? I want to know that.
2: I think that it was it was a series of things that Donald Trump certainly didn't help. You it.
4: think and I think, but without a commission, to look into it. We don't know to get the facts and to put people under subpoena to answer questions about it, which is what I really think. Republicans are afraid of because they're trying to hide the truth of what okay. really happened. Listen, we have, another, to hide, we have another. Call, we have another call.
2: We have another call waiting and two coming in. So Thank we you. we got to move. Thanks, though, Eric. Yeah. Appreciate thanks, your call,
1: gentlemen. Thank All you right. very Bye-bye. much. All right, Stan, you're on the mark. Go right ahead.
3: Uh, mark, you were talking about the voter laws that the states are enacting as being voter suppression. You do realize don't you, that uh, these voter laws affect everybody, every legal citizen eligible to vote in these states?
1: You do realize that they disproportionately impact Democratic voters, though, correct, right?
2: How do they disproportionately?
1: Yeah, Please. Oh, I don't have. No. Uh, well, first of all, so some of them relate to registration, and it's Democrats
2: a, don't have IDs. Change Demo- the way registration
1: and IDs are happening. Stan, let Democrats me ask you a question. Since you polls. think everybody has an ID, name one sliver of the U.S. population that t- has a difficult time getting an
3: ID. Well, the ones that should are the illegal aliens, and for some reason they seem to be able to no, get them.
1: No, not so. That. Name yeah, another one. No.
3: So you please tell me. Who on Earth in this state in this country can't get an ID if they want one? Uh,
1: you uh, no, you who know doesn't already have one. Y- you are aware that there are certain groups of individuals that have trouble getting an ID. Not illegal aliens. Well, not then how
2: ideas. did they vote yeah, in the first listen, place? How
3: did they vote they didn't in the first they place? Yet.
2: Listen, <laughs> you that, know th- that
3: that that is a false flag. That is a pile of horse dung. <laughs> because anyone okay. that wants to vote can get an ID. And, and it's soft bigotry of low expectations. I've said that before, of saying that people don't have the wherewithal and knowledge of how to do what they need to do to vote.
2: Does everybody have a birth That's certificate,
3: Mark?
1: Do you have a birth certificate? That's not it. Uh, okay. Name the sliver of the population that doesn't have a birth certificate. Go I ahead. can't think of any. Okay, See, Everybody that's it. has you a birth. certificate. don't birth know what or you're or talking about. You say yeah, everybody who has have an, have an ID. A, all right, who and you doesn't know have a very birth well. Who doesn't have Who doesn't have, an have a registered birth? But you won't verbalize it. You won't I mention am. it. You well, won't you won't stop it. talking.
2: Who, who doesn't have a birth certificate okay, let's talk or can't about find a birth uh, record? Let's talk about mental health consumers. You're not answering me. Who doesn't have a birth control somebody who might have
1: been separated from their parents at some point in their life while you being a US citizen. But if you know where you were born and
2: what what year you were born? You know your birthday. You can get a copy. My wife didn't have I her knew. birth certificate. It got lost over the years. She wrote to the state, got My paid point three dollars, and, and, and got a copy of, of it. And neither of you
1: can follow it. My point is that there are a wide range of different groups or individuals in the U.S. that cannot get an ID the way you guys describe it. Who and you have? Who the, are these? Who are these people? Oh, the yeah, mental yeah, health? Who, con- who is this
3: group? Who is this nefarious group?
1: Okay, if you stop talking, individuals who have had mental health interactions who may have lost contact with uh, family or birth certificates or wherever they, even though they are perfectly capable citizens. So people who are mentally have, who have may mental have health issues, don't have do Or have ID, foster system, lost track of that kind of how thing. How are they getting these help? These are just to see, that's just it. Your bills don't have any help in Well, them. no, how are they getting help? So are they, they don't have help? a time frame. They just bar they you if you don't help? have the specific criteria. How are they, they don't getting help for
2: these mental <laughs> health issues if they don't have and ID? the fact that neither. <laughs> of you know He won't stop is, talking. He's well, just the fact
1: that ne- I just won't let you interrupt me. That's all. I'm just saying, the fact is, and you know this to be true, true, Stan, you just won't say it into the phone, that there are people in this country who have a great deal of difficulty getting an ID or their birth certificate or whatever it is, and that none of these bills have helps to help them do that. That's all. And you know that that's present in this bill, but you won't say it. There's people that can't get it,
6: and bunk, you won't help them. Mark, no. because
3: the Georgia law specifically <laughs> has it in there that if people can't get it, they could get it for free.
2: And they, they accept things like your utility bill. <laughs> you know, they're accepting all these and forms of identification, bills, right? electric electric bills. So it's it's just, you know, it just is a false argument to say people aren't going okay, to get go well, a on themselves. ID. The
1: rest of these bills are all voter suppression bills. You both know it. <laughs> and you just won't
3: admit it. <laughs> no, it's not. Okay. And you know it. You know darn well it's not voter suppression because it... Uh, it applies to everyone across. It's called equal protection under the law. Everybody plays by the same rules. And I think it's time everybody starts playing by the same rules.
1: All right. We'll give you I the agree. last word. Go right ahead. We've got to hit the break, but you are going to get the last 30 seconds uninterrupted by Joe.
3: Or you. <laughs> okay. As far as voter suppression, it doesn't happen. Now, the January 6th commission that they wanted to get all that was was a 2020 Democrat election campaign starting early. That's all that was going to be. That's all I'm going to say about it. Just a campaign event for the Democrat Party. All right, we got simple. you. Thank you so nice much, Stan. Thanks, Thank you very much.
1: Uh, and he's my friend. That's the best part. Hold on, Cindy. We've got to hit the break. We'll be right back.
7: When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Mertz family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade no matter how much they say they will. The SMC Way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth.
1: Welcome on board. Upper right-hand corner, Joe,
2: and then our good caller. All right, Doug says so. Requiring a voter ID is racist, but requiring a vaccine passport is perfectly fine. This sounds ludicrous when you say it out loud, but it's just the latest in the land of liberal lunacy. Who's doing vaccine passports? Well, they are talking about requiring them, in some instances, to get on airplanes. for travel. Travel, things Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah, Yeah, that's not a good situation, I don't think,
1: anyway. All right. Uh, Mike is next. Thanks for waiting. Mike, you're on the mark.
6: Hey, good morning, men. Morning. I just happened to tune in, and I heard the gentleman uh, advocate for a January 6th insurrection commission. And it's my understanding that it was voted down, and I believe rightfully so. And the reason I believe is uh, what some of your other callers have echoed since then, that it's just going to be a dog-and-pony show for the Democrats to try to smear Trump, try to smear Trump's reporters. And the reality of the situation is this, two things. One, there will be people on that commission asking questions that should actually be answering them on the other side of the table, but they're not going to be answering questions. They're going to be asking them. And secondly, from the very beginning, our government told us that they had no advance information about the possibility of this insurrection, and that's why they were blindsided. And that was quickly proven true. And since that time, nothing has changed in my mind to tell me that my government or that our media is being honest. So I think that it would be just a dog and pony show for the Democrats to smear people like myself and other people for the purposes of winning their next election for them. So I see no good could come out of this commission.
1: Yeah, I don't think that's the mission of the commission to do that, but it's plainly obvious to anybody who's even objective that it will end up having that result. I mean, it'll be clear that Republicans were, uh, that the president was, you know, X percent as fault. You know, everybody can put that percent at whatever level they think it's true at. Nobody has it at zero.
2: See, people on the left say that we need this commission, but they've already determined what this commission will show. So (laughs) that's a little concerning to me. In what way do they already know the outcome? I haven't heard the outcomes, but if you share them... Well, no. I mean, Eric had, had thought he knew what was going to happen, that Donald Trump was uh, guilty of some malfeasance, and maybe he was, maybe he wasn't. If the whole idea of the commission is to say, we're starting with a blank slate, and we will determine what is true and what is not true. I don't think any criminal
1: investigation starts out with the criminal having a black slate. I think you're presumed innocent for you the You start out with a crime,
2: event. and you're starting out with the crime here, the insurrection at the Capitol. Right. You start with the crime, then you determine who is responsible for the crime, what the circumstances about the crime were, but you don't start out by saying, I believe John Smith is the criminal. You develop information and facts in your investigation that lead you to John Smith, perhaps, but, you know, you don't start out saying, well, we know John Smith is guilty, that's where we get into a lot of trouble in this country with the legal process, where we rush to judgment. You've heard that term, rush to judgment. Matter of fact, <laughs> despite the fact that our good friend Eric says we settled everything, there was a great book called Rush to Judgment by Mark Lane about the assassination of President Kennedy. So far from settling things, the, Ke- the Warren Commission <laughs> right, so did not settle everything. view
1: is he was mistaken on that particular term. But it's obvious that President Trump, it's obvious to everyone, and it's obvious to the president. He even admitted that he was partly culpable for this. So I don't think he goes into this scot-free, but it's obviously going to codify his involvement. And uh, Mike, you are 100% right. It will not look good for the Republicans. And of course, the timing of the outcome will probably be right before the congressional elections in two of course, years so of you know maybe maybe if they can somehow get politics out of it of course i don't know how you could get uh, congress to do a, any sort of an investigation because how can you get
2: politics they, out
1: of this issue it's a political right, issue right because they tried to take over the political body so obviously they're victims mike what would be a solution if if this commission's not right and your points are well taken at this table uh, What would be a way to do some sort of an objective outside view and not have the results come out right before the 2022 elections?
6: Well, listen, the machine is in motion. Our culture is in motion, and I don't see anything changing it. But the reality is this, and I'm not going to try to sidestep this, but right from the very beginning with the virus, it was decided that based on, you know, Trump's behavior, they were going to tie this around his neck instead of China's. And now, uh, over a year later, we're finally having the people in the United States the government saying, you know what, we really need to look at the uh, the virus institute in Wuhan, when in reality, anybody that thought about it logically knew that's what needed to be done. So logically, what needs to be done with this uh, quote, insurrection that didn't have any guns or, or weapons, so to speak, or firearms or bombs or anything like and that, No conspiracy. That was characterized by the worst thing uh, or as bad as 9-11 attack, that, that tells me that our government, and especially the Democrats, is not capable of having an accurate evaluation for this that's meant for the public. They may do one on the inside that's meant for them, and they probably are already that we just don't know about, but Get it out of the hands of the politicians and, and, and put it in to people that are independent. And to do that, let's rely on artificial intelligence. Let's task artificial intelligence with designing a group of people that are actually independent, and, uh, you know, I don't know where you really stand, Mark. I, I know that you oh. kind of lean liberal, but I think you play both sides of the fences. So I think that would disqualify a person like you. But I do believe there are <laughs> yeah, an objective person
1: who hears both sides. the job. Right. An and obje- let's
6: find him. Let's have a commission.
1: <laughs> All right. I got to get to the call, Cindy. Thank you so much, Mike. I'm sorry to end. Cindy, uh, you, are, you can go. I'm sorry I forgot about the time so badly. But uh, please, you get 30 seconds now and we'll have you back.
8: I think that's an interesting proposal to have artificial intelligence do this, but rather than have it select the people, I think use artificial intelligence to examine the circumstances. Personally, I think the people will abuse this, and we've seen this in other situations, and I've wasted days of my life watching these commissions, and they really turn into just theater, which I enormously resent. I resent the cost, and I resent the abuse of power, when, you know, they don't even listen to each other and ask the same darn questions over and over again. (laughs) You know, it's a total waste of time.
1: Call us back if you don't mind, Cindy. We'll finish your thoughts. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you so much. All right, apologies to Cindy for uh, giving uh, Mike five minutes and Cindy 30 seconds. But uh, we'll continue our January 6th Trump cult riot, since we can't call it an insurrection, so they didn't have a deep conspiracy, but...
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan.
1: Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. I play a liberal on the radio and would very much like to engage you and give you an opportunity to do what Joe has done. That's interrupt me every time I try to complete a sentence. <laughs> and we invite you to do what Joe has done. Put on your Fox funnels and channel some of the greatest conservative thinkers of our time, even though you don't have a basis or foundation for your remarks. Give us a buzz. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> 1-800- <laughs> I'm sorry. I slay me. I wondered why your eyes were brown. Now I know. uh, uh, You don't mean heredity either. (laughs) No, I don't mean heredity. (laughs) (laughs) 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. You can email us at at com, and you can text us at 70236. uh, Put the keyword OTM at the beginning of the text and then your message. We would just love to hear from you. We do got a couple of emails uh, pending, but we have open phones right now, so we'd love to talk to you. 1-800-795-9565. We are talking about the uh, Trump cult that is very interested in making sure that the uh, riots at the at January 6th at the U.S. Capitol are not fully investigated. One of our good listeners suggested that we somehow use artificial intelligence, which we can now do. We do know that artificial intelligence is capable of uh, forming objective questions and listening objectively to answers, so maybe that's the way to go get some AI involved and uh, we'll leave it up to the uh, smart people in Silicon Valley that developed these things. So now, Um, Of course, Microsoft helped develop some of the sharpest AI in the world, and uh, we know that's a liberal company. So does AI have a liberal bias? (laughs) So well, that's the question of the Let's day. Let's not add that into the mix. How right. would we know? Oh, we have a listener on the line that's A.I. This is not a real caller. AI. No, that's
2: A-L. A.L. Oh,
1: A.L. I'm <laughs> sorry. All right. 1-800-795-9565 is our telephone number. We would love to hear from you today. On the mark sponsor by the Sunbury Motor Company, check them out at sunburymotors.com. Uh, we do have some brief news headlines this morning. There were Memorial Day observances held uh, throughout the Central Susquehanna Valley yesterday. <music> Sunbury City band played in Sunbury at the event held by the Sunbury American Legion Post Two O One. They held their observance and services, concluding at the Spruce Street Cemetery with remarks of Richard Casson the second Lieutenant Colonel from the U.S. Army, uh, who is helping to run the Junior ROTC at the Chickamauga High School. Also present was a Junior ROTC and numerous others. In Northumberland, a priest, Father John Hoke, U.S. Army or U.S. Air Force veteran chaplain, uh, spoke of his father, a World War two soldier at remarks in Northumberland. Again, there, too, numerous participants and observers were at that observance at the Riverview Cemetery uh, in Northumberland. Sunbury Fire Police say they're making up for lost time. They just held one prize drawing, and they're about to launch into another. The gold make-up for lost revenue during the pandemic. Sunbury Fire Police, Police Captain Bruce Collier said that the many of their revenue opportunities in 2020 were cancelled because of the pandemic. He says they're raising money for their operations, equipment and staffing. They wrapped up one drawing on Friday and they're launching into another one today. You can contact any member of the Sunbury Fire Police. Governor Tom Wolf says his administration is reminding all Pennsylvanians that at businesses, events and venues are now allowed to return to 100% capacity if and only if the unvaccinated wear a mask in place. And the governor said, quote, we've made great strides throughout the Commonwealth to stop The spread of this disease. As we lift our mitigation orders, it's important for eligible Pennsylvanians to get the COVID 19 vaccine. And here's Joe's favorite story. A Columbia County judge issued an order recently with a COVID 19 vaccine incentive for nonviolent criminals in Columbia and Montour counties. According to Fox 56 TV, Judge Thomas James issued the order if nonviolent criminals on probation or parole receive the vaccine, there's Supervision time could be reduced by three months. By getting vaccinated, the lengths of someone's sentence could also be shortened, and even community service hours could be lifted. A Columbia County Court Administrator says reducing supervision time would also save people money, uh, meaning the individuals who are incarcerated, as some pay more than $100 in court supervision. Fees. So Joe hates this idea of incentivizing vaccination among the incarcerated of the world. One, okay, it's just dollars and cents.
2: Your brown eyes are really showing. Oh, you don't think that's? True? I don't have a problem with that. If, if Ohio is going to give people a chance to win a million dollars a week <laughs> for five weeks, why, what's wrong with? Well, and if you listen
1: to Columbia County leaders talk about it, it is just dollars and cents. I know you think, well, an incarcerated individual—do they deserve the vaccine? Do they deserve a break? No, they want people to get out of jail sooner, and they don't want them to get COVID nineteen while they're paying for their medical
2: care. That's <laughs> That's the key. Okay. They don't want it in their prison. But the or... operative words you had were could. It didn't say that any of this would...
5: I didn't want to interrupt you guys.
2: <laughs> That's okay. I, well.
5: have, I have four questions written down here, and I already know the answers.
2: Oh. Well, then the insurrection. Then they're not questions, Who? they're statements.
5: Well, I want to see if you know the answers. <laughs> Who was in charge of the security personnel? at the Capitol that day on January
2: 6th. Uh, Nancy Pelosi.
1: Yeah, same person as every day.
5: When was Nancy informed of uh, possible infiltration of the uh, Capitol that day?
1: 12.35 or something, incredibly early.
5: She was warned well ahead of time.
1: Oh, Uh, you mean warned in advance? Uh, Yeah, okay, that could be. I didn't know that.
5: I'm sorry.
1: Right. She's as culpable Um, as the president. We'll stipulate that. There's no argument there.
5: What did Nancy order Master of Arms in light of the intelligence do?
1: Stand
2: down.
5: What did he order Master of Arms to do?
2: Stand down. Master of Arms. What's a Master Master of Arms? arms. You're talking about the House Sergeant at Arms? I never heard of a Master at Arms.
5: arms, Master of Arms, yes. The head of security besides Nancy told him to stand down.
1: Okay. Yeah, she's One, is as culpable you
5: not take those recommendations
1: Al, would and you say, have
5: the National Guard come and uh, surround the Capitol that day to deter anybody.
1: Al, would you say she, or Nancy Pelosi is as culpable or more culpable than President You're Trump? Culpable. More More because so. he was okay. in
5: charge of security that day and if you listen to President Trump's whole thing, he said, do it peacefully, folks. Now, I don't know which part you want to listen to. He said, "As fight as in, in a football game. Fight hard, win. Come on, guys. You can do it. You can fight harder than that. That's the way she meant it. I mean, he meant it. And then he said, do it peacefully. And then your earlier caller said that uh, there was a guard murdered that day, but that that was debunked and false. He died after that, and his brother was upset that they did say that he died that day. But the only person that died that day by a bullet was one of the trespassers.
2: Well, and there is also the issue of, uh, what was it, I was trying to think of something that Nancy Pelosi said that day that didn't turn out to be quite true. In any event, I lost my thought. I was thinking of something, <laughs> I was listening to the last thing you said, and I lost my thought. But st- still, you know... So so what does all this mean? You know, we, we've come to the end of it. You're saying that there should not be an an investigation into it because you already know what happened?
5: No, I'm just saying that they aren't going to show everything because there was a lot of peaceful uh, videos that went on between the guards and and the uh, people in charge of the Capitol and the people that were trespassing. There was a lot of jovial laughter and good times, but they were only showing the same thing over and over. And they could have been planted uh, to as we could find out if they were planted to cause the trouble for the film at you know that you are watching only one part of and how you know how does this go
1: so and I, I think you make a good point uh, you know I, joe and i have sort of settled on that president trump was about 30 uh, percent culpable uh, because of this and nancy pelosi i think could we have greater culpability because uh, she was forewarned well, and the
5: media, the media too because they're saying still about the great lie and then you don't believe me about the uh, freudian that joe biden said he said we had the we can't lose this election. We have the best voting fraud machines that they ever made. <laughs>
1: okay, well, and yeah, then it's true. called a Freudian know, like, slip. Yeah, Freudian. <laughs> right. All right, so yeah, this is why somebody's got to be involved. And, of course, the Republicans didn't want this to happen prior to 2022, so that's fine. And, of course, we talked about getting AI involved, if that is feasible, but I'm not sure that anybody would believe it. And now Nancy Pelosi's talking about the fact that if, if they can't get the Republicans can't do a bipartisan one, she'll do one on her own, which, of course, it would be and even... And why are the
5: fences still around the Capitol? Maybe there's insurrections going on. On the theory that I just gave you about Nancy Pelosi, because she was derelict in duties that day, maybe she's uh, being questioned and under arrest herself at this point, like some of the conspiracy theories say. Yeah,
1: I don't know. All the fences are still up. Nothing has changed. No, they've taken some down. Okay,
5: they've taken some down, but it's still it's still surrounded.
1: Got gotcha. you. Okay. Well, yeah, maybe they're concerned that President still Trump's 38, followers.
5: Thirty-eight people in solitary confinement that didn't have a chance to pay bail yet that
1: day. I think they're concerned the Trump the cult will rise up again. All yeah. right, thank you so much, Al. We appreciate the call. Thanks That's for being call. The I'll South will rise again. If I can. All right. What's that again? He
2: said one more thing. One more if he thing may. If
1: nope. I'm, you're at five minutes. That's that. We got callers waiting. I'm so <laughs> sorry. A lot, well, all right. Well, thanks for the call. Take care. Bye. One eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Quickie break. We'll be right back. Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark, 1-800-795-9565. We can't read the whole thing, but we have one text there. Can you uh, read It that says,
2: OTM, uh, of course, a January 6th commission would have a uh, predetermined outcome. They impeached Trump over his supposed involvement with uh, zero evidence. The outcome?
1: It was probably
2: determined
1: before the impeachment process ever began. Although it's so, not there, yeah, so the this text, doesn't even <laughs> give device, us the full text. Our device is busted, as always. <laughs> All right, we got a caller standing by. Go right ahead. You are now on the mark morning, gentlemen.
3: I caught you saying something there to the last caller, Al, about you said the cult will rise up again. And you are a master of demonizing people. You don't call Trump supporters, you know, but they are Trump supporters. You refer to them as a cult.
1: Well, I think the, you know, oath, you, the, 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 the most vile of the uh, Oath Keepers and the, uh, what's the other group that was there? Come on now. What's the other? Proud Boys? <laughs> yes, the Proud Boys. Thank you so much. And uh, those are the ones that uh, so they're, I, I so they're think. A cult. Well, of sorts. Yeah, it's it's just a figure of speech.
3: No, it, well, it's a way of demonizing people. Just like when when Christians call in and want to you know project their views into your program, you you say no more religion, religious religious zealotry. So that's a way of demonizing. We understand the English language and how it can be used to do that. But that isn't really what I called about. One day, and I just thought too, and I won't even go. But to make this statement here, Ashley Babbitt, that was shot and killed, was unarmed. Who's the police officer that shot her? No I one know. knows. Not They're even not, her family right. can find out. Yeah, you keep calling so person, in about
1: this. We still don't know.
3: Yeah, so... But didn't you family, find out his... How, how would you have to be... Part of her family and not be able to find out.
2: Oh, that would be not, somebody called in and gave supposedly his name. I don't yeah. know whether it was you or whether it was Al, no, but no. somebody had his name. I, I
3: heard, I heard someone. I don't know how they would even know If the family doesn't know how would how would he know? But but again, you know, stuff gets put out on the internet, and you know, you can believe what you want about that. But as far as I know, what I've heard, Ashley Babbitt's family has no clue. And the guy that filmed that, he was actually from Infowars down in austin texas and he was arrested for filming that and i find that quite interesting too but anyway what i wanted to talk about was these vaccine passports and the push for this and even though and i don't i'm sure most people are against it i'm against it but what we're going to see happen is this global corporate fascism these global corporations that are so powerful they are going to require people to have vaccines against our will, you know, people that want to fly on planes, they'll be required to have a vaccine passport proving they've been vaccinated or they won't be able to fly. And some people would say, well, they're not going to be able to do that. Well, listen, they are corporations that they can do what they want to, just like Facebook, just like Twitter. They can do exactly what they want to. And we're seeing a change in the whole world and the globalism that we've heard that term now for years. It is truly getting powerful. And these people are going to force anyone who wants to fly to be vaccinated and along with with what you said earlier i heard about these incentives for people that are on probation whatever to get vaccinated i've also seen up in new york uh, state where there's going to be 50 full scholarships awarded to college aged uh, people that get vaccinated and and, uh, and new jersey is probably the best one i've heard yet where they're actually giving a beer to get vaccinated.
1: <laughs> I'm already vaccinated, but it sounds like a good idea for both you and I to do. Do we get to pick the
2: brand? <laughs> oh, it'd be well, a New Jersey I'm brand, sure, craft sure. beer. I
3: mean, it's, yeah, and Krispy Kreme donuts. they're I guess what I understand, you got a donut for getting vaccinated, and you can go back for an entire year and get a donut. You know, I get a donut today, a so you know if you're not on a diet, don't care how you look. I guess you can get your your vaccine and
2: get your Krispy Kreme donut. Beer and donuts, but, there's a heck of a combination. But what's wrong? <laughs> what's wrong, wrong with all these incentives?
1: What's wrong with but all really, these
2: incentives?
3: Here's here's what else I see coming. You know, these people, right now, you know, the governor's saying if you're vaccinated, you can go without a mask. Is that correct? I believe that's the rule now. Yep, amount. that's correct. Yep. And the thing of it is, there's. I guarantee you, and I myself, you know, I haven't been vaccinated, and I go without a mask. That's you know, people say, well, you're trying to kill me. No, I'm not. I had I had the COVID. I have immunity to it. I'm not going to spread it. But they don't want to bring up about people that have had this and develop immunity on their own. They just want to say, if you're vaccinated, you can go without a mask. What's going to happen is people are going to complain, and they're, you're going to have to be required to have some kind of ID, some kind of, you want to call it a vaccine passport, whatever, to be able to get into the stores and so on. And then they're going to have, they're going to be counterfeited, and then they're going to say, we need to go a step further. And what this is going to lead to, and I hate to go into religious zealotries, but the mark of the beast what the Bible talks about, that's what's coming. And, I mean, I, I see it as plain as day. And can you see it following that route?
1: That seems a little extreme, but I don't think the same way you do. I honestly think that the vaccine passport and by the you know, by the end of the year, this will all fade out as the pandemic in the U.S. becomes, you know, a memory now for the rest of the world and for travel. I don't think that's going to ease up. They still want people that are traveling on the planes overseas to or down to Mexico to be um, to be vaccinated. So I don't think that will ease up. But I think, after, you know, in July, uh, pandemic's going to be uh, a, a conversation. Right. How did
2: you do last? We're year? We're going to have to prove to people that we've been vaccinated, but we won't have to prove who we are to vote. That certainly makes a great deal of sense to me.
3: Oh, absolutely. That that sounds perfect. That's perfect logic and reasoning.
2: Yeah. That's the problem we have today, that it's not it's not at all perfect logic and reasoning. It's, it's common sense is not foul, so it's, common. A, it's it's a sophistry, right.
1: really. Thank you so much, sir. Thanks for calling in. Great points across Thanks, the board. We Call really again. appreciate it. one Uh we want to talk about the Sunbury Motor Company. I was so lucky to have driven one of their Ford F-150s recently. In fact, I ordered another one. So yes, there'll be another Ford F one fifty. This is Rapid Red Joe. This is the color. It's going to be, Ooh, in fact, sharp. It's, it's going to look a lot like this Very one. Very sharp. A little bit shinier than this one. That's the off-road version. It's all muddy. But I'll tell you what, I want you to do what I have done. Look at the F-150. It is, if it isn't the best truck in the world, then uh, you you don't have the right standards. As I just think they did a great job piecing this together with the aluminum body. I'm going to be getting uh, 24 miles to the gallon on the highway, which I'm getting with a smaller truck now. That's what the Ranger gets. And I'll get higher city mileage uh, with the new truck. Uh, thanks for the EcoBoost motor and the start-stop technology and the fact uh, that it has. <laughs> It has a little green minder. It gives me an eco coach that'll help me if I want to save a dollar on gasoline. Joe appreciates that because he likes to save a dollar anyway, humanly possible. Even though he has millions, I out like of them. a lot of
2: gas. Yeah, to be honest.
1: That's true. That's <laughs> an excellent point. Except when it comes to gasoline, that's why he's a drill, baby, drill. And I'm to save money where you can. But uh, yeah, go to fueleconomy.gov if you want to look at the new F150, and of course they got the F150 electric lightning that's going to be coming out shortly. Uh, so do as I've done. Uh, pick out the vehicle that's per for you, perfect for you, gets the highest mileage that you need, with the kind of power Joe needs. Again, it's across the board. You're looking at a Ford or a Hyundai or a Kia at the Sunbury Motor Company. Start where I started at sunburymotors.com. We have a caller standing by. We'll be talking to that individual shortly, and there's another caller coming in. We'll be right Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. Two lines occupied. Two are open. one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. 795 9565 On the topic of the insurrection, Joe, I have this highlighted down here. Please
2: right. read. That. I have some great news for the far, far right. The Democrats are going to have their own commission on the January sixth Republican insurrection. Republicans can't stop it. No Republicans. I guess he meant that to be a con man. I'm assuming instead of spelled Republican, correct, earlier. Trump publicans or Trump culticans or whatever you want to call them. And then there's the Democrats. Oh, you are so cute. If you're calling Trumplicans, I'm going to call (laughs) them
1: Democrats. (laughs) I remember eighth grade, too. It was so much fun to do name calling. Hey, yes.
2: And you do it all
1: the time. Dan, you're on the mark.
5: Hey, commenting first on your past caller, Van, he's right. In the last five months the encroaching of globalism has been swiftly upon our beautiful country but uh, people never want to talk about the insurrection of the Capitol during Judge Kavanaugh's hearings uh, many left wingers were in the face of senators to sway that against Judge Kavanaugh. That's never brought up. They were in there illegally, too. So why is that never brought up?
2: Well, because it's not really relevant to the issue of what happened on the January 6th. I mean, both are bad acts. You can't say that one's worse than the other, uh, I guess, if if you...
5: It's equal, but that's never brought up, Joe. They're just trying to call out... I'm not a cult of Trump but they're trying to make that accusation I sim- simply supported Trump's with well, his agenda that's all I did Right. And, and if another person runs for election it probably won't be Trump if they have that great agenda I'll vote for them but we're no call. that's That's like every, that's like Dan said, that's a a religious term
1: demonizing individuals. I just think if you have a group that doesn't want to inv- if you do not wish to investigate a group that gathered together and attacked police and uh, inadvertently perhaps and not intentionally but led to the death of one of the officers a few days later if the insurrection hadn't happened maybe he would still be alive I mean you could say that and also led to the suicide of other police officers and the fact that nobody wants to be a Capitol Police officer now because of the fact that they know that this uh, cult could rise up again and face them like they did the first time and that you vote for uh, you don't want any punishments you won't support a bipartisan commission that'll look into that. I think that's that's why I would demonize people who are against this commission because you're. Well, you're, first of all, you're anti-police and you're anti-democracy or anti-republic. I use. love how
2: how the folks like you, you know, you're sticking up for the police now. But where were you when they were defunding the police out in Portland, Oregon, and places like that, cutting a billion dollars off the New York City Police Department budget? The reason people don't want to be Capitol Police is the reason why people aren't signing up to be policemen anywhere because of this current attitude that policemen... I understand now that on Amazon, and there's been a protest about it, they're selling things that say uh, Blue Lives Murder... Joe, what does that have to do with And that's why the Capitol insurrection happened? No, it has to do, you're, you use the term that nobody wants to be a Capitol policeman because they're afraid the insurrection will mount up again. I'm telling you, nobody wants to be a policeman generally because of the attitude of some people on the left.
1: Dan, that's why I demonize uh, people that are opposed, to, or that are part of this cult of uh, ring-kiss-and-Trump followers uh, that don't want punishments for people that are uh, either the Oath Keepers or the rest of the people that were involved in the riot. I think they should be punished to the fullest extent That's of the law.
5: Right, Derek. What you're saying is exactly why there's severe division in our country. <laughs> yeah, because I did the insurrection. <laughs>
1: liberals because, did the insurrection, you know, Dan.
5: Because of what you say, calling us a cult creates division. All we are, we supported Trump's agenda. We didn't necessarily even support demand. I, I never paid much attention to Trump.
1: Yeah, but you support Before the, the election, riot. To, you support I, Dan. I agree
5: with his agenda.
1: Dan, you support the you, riot and the I lynching of the vice president. For
5: years. years, everything, every day was against Trump. But in that, what you guys call an insurrection, you can't go ahead and call it that. But there was I'm talking about the first insurrection. Also, let's call it the second insurrection you know in that group there were many policemen many policemen were in that group firemen uh, military uh, and the, the, the lady air force veteran that was shot was an air force veteran a real patriot what yeah that's why I she said, wanted to
1: lynch the vice president that makes a lot of sense
5: now, what I'm saying, we, we're we fed up. I'm fed up with <coughs> liberalism taking over everything, and we didn't get a... I'd still say we didn't have a fair election. We were... Che- I think. I honestly think Trump was cheated out of it, but I can't... Of course, I can't prove right, it. Right, there's
1: no evidence.
5: There's, there's evidence, but you can't prove it. But... And as and a group of people, at the minimum, at the very minimum, saying enough is enough, we've had it. That's what it comes down to. And I, I feel their pain. I really did that day. I felt their pain. And Trump, by the way, had
6: zero. Right.
5: We
1: got to get to another caller.
5: Zero to do with it. And you want to insert Trump in it to. Mayor Trump again. He had zero to do with that that second insurrection. All right, we got politics.
1: you. Thank you so much, Dan. I yep. really yep. appreciate it. Okay, you guys Dan, have a
5: great
1: one. Hey, even, you too, buddy. Thank Trump you so much. admitted some, some issue. Right, he recognizes <laughs> that he's culpable. Okay. No, I don't say culpable, if, but... If we stop calling it insurrection and we call it a riot, is it okay that we call the individuals that were going in there and said they wanted to lynch the vice president? Does that make them any better? It's okay then? Then it's just a tourist visit. If you want to lynch the vice president, it's just a tourist visit visit. It's obviously these are
2: Trump cultists. And yeah, people sit at baseball games and are yell, kill the umpire. Do you were- think they actually want to murder the umpire?
1: Oh, I don't know, but do,
2: you ever do, heard do that they run games, onto the field? Kill the umpire.
1: Do they b- place a gallows outside the baseball field and run onto the field with handcuffs and run up and down the the diamond trying to catch him? <laughs> well,
0: they <Okay>. weren't running <laughs> well, up and down the him. They, cro- were the
2: they weren't trying to catch
0: <laughs> <All right>.
1: him. <laughs> You're right. You keep your funnels blocked. That's fine. All right. Chris, you are on the mark. Last caller before a quickie break. Go right ahead.
9: Yeah, well, uh, first of all, Dan's call, you know, a cult believes what the leader says when there's no evidence and they truly believe it but cult what cult Dan's looking all around he can't find a cult weird isn't it mm-hmm.
1: people see but what they want all to these see people
9: that uh, everybody seems to think that oh that's it's predetermined what's going to come out but then you find out what the trump people think is coming out is that it's Pelosi's fault She's the guilty one, and and the Trump people weren't doing anything wrong at all. So I guess we do need a commission after all, don't we? Would
2: you think Nancy Pelosi bears any responsibility for what happened?
9: I have no idea what her daily regimen is in terms of uh, in terms of the uh, the Capitol Police. Does she get briefings? Daily on on everything.
2: Well, she's or, in charge said, of them. She she's really the one.
9: The decisions, or is it just delegated to somebody who's knowledgeable in the field?
2: Well, so she's the I'd, one who I'd, determined. I'd, Chris, I'd have to
9: find that out. She's first. the one who did, like, uh, you won't let FBI me finish. She's the one. Wrong.
2: She is the one who who made the determination that the head of the Capitol Police should resign. She demanded his resignation. That uh, to me indicates she's in charge. Go ahead.
9: Oh, you cut me
2: off! Well, because you weren't listening to what I was saying. Nancy uh, Pelosi,
9: listen to what I was saying. Yes,
2: I was, but you—you well, you said Nancy Pelosi probably delegated. I'm telling you that she had. She's the one who determined I, that I the head of the you. Capitol Police and should yes, be fired. It's
9: being delegated, it's like—is uh, the president—is the president in charge? Is pre- the president is in charge of the FBI? Is he to blame for everything the FBI does?
2: No, but if he finds okay, answer the question was answered. Well, no, let me a- let me explain it. Okay, ad. If he if the president determines that that person needs to go because of their actions, then that certainly indicates their level of responsibility. They had some ultimate responsibility for making sure that that person did their job and did it correctly. That's called management responsibility.
9: Uh, I don't quite follow that. But if you don't, if hey, you're in
2: charge, Chris, if, can if you, I finish? Well, let me. Do, you said you don't quite understand it. I want yes, to explain and it I, to you. you
9: said no, and I. You wanted an explanation. Now let me explain.
2: Well, let me just add one thing. That if you are responsible, if you are given the job to administer something, to be in control of it, you bear a responsibility for making sure that it goes the way it's supposed to go.
9: Yes, the same way the president is in charge of the FBI, but not in charge of everything the FBI does where he's blameworthy.
2: But if he fails which is
9: what I just said.
2: But if he fails, he will be held politically responsible. And
9: he did. Apparently, uh, she held him responsible in some way.
2: Well then she's responsible too, because she's the one who was over seen it.
9: (laughs) So if if the president doesn't fire the FBI chief who does something drastically wrong, he's not responsible, but if he does fire him, he is responsible.
2: Well, you're you're just putting a crazy spin on it. The simple so that's fact exactly is, what you said, Joe. no. What I'm saying is there is. On. I'm saying there is account. I'm saying there is accountability. Just being nonsensical here. Chris, no, no, you're being ridiculous. There is accountability. If you're accountable, yes, you are so responsible. Let's
9: have a hearing and find out who's responsible. Let's have a fair hearing with both sides. Let's have can. Kevin McCarthy up there on the road? All right. Then why is Nancy... If that's so important,
2: if that's so important, if that's so important, Chris, if that's so important, then why are the Democrats going on their own? Do you think that's going to be fair and impartial?
9: they have to have some investigation.
2: You think it's going to be fair and impartial Why, and was, was the it fair question. And
9: impartial for the Republicans to have the Benghazi hearings?
2: Uh, there you're deflecting you, which you accuse me of. Is it fair and impartial? Is it likely to be fair and impartial?
9: It, it'd be better if uh, if it wasn't one-sided. It depends how they conduct it.
2: Okay, and you're willing to get Republicans
9: could have conducted a fair investigation of Benghazi, but they did not.
2: Why do you say that? Did they now have, you want
9: to get off on No, I'm asking if they had hearing. They, they had had hearings. Information that was lying, that was lies, that were quotes taken out of context, consistently two weeks before the real testimony. So they got two weeks of publicity out of lies and the dirty <laughs> Hillary's name.
2: That's oh. what happened. If well,
1: the
9: Democrats do that, I will criticize them.
2: I'll believe that when I see it.
9: Well, you you don't listen very well. <laughs> But now the, the, the whole thing is.
2: I think the podcast called the Kevin Black. Everybody has their story.
9: These <laughs> Trump people that call in and say no, no investigation. We know what the, what, what's going to turn out. It's just a blame Trump thing. But they have their own blame Pelosi thing. But they aren't willing to put it to the test of, of uh, testimony under oath because they know it's nonsense in their hearts. They just don't believe it in their minds because the cult leader has told them it's not true.
2: <laughs> All right, Chris, thank you for your comments. Thanks for calling, sir. Take care. Have a nice day. Anything else? Okay,
1: <laughs> no. I guess not. All right, 1-800-795-9565. Joe, you got some work to do. Get
2: to yes. Work. Mark, what you are saying is that unless Congress investigates, these people won't be punished to the fullest extent of the law. Wow, I disagree with you. I think they will be punished without an investigation that will lead to nowhere. All right. I, I
1: think the caller has a great point. I, I think of the 400-some people that have been arrested, they may be punished to the fullest extent of the law. That's certainly possible. But I think what a commission can do, and, Joe, you can correct me if I have this wrong, they would look into more systematic issues, or systematic failures, and then who might have perpetrated some of the systematic failures. You know, it's obvious from this show that a lot of people talk about what is President Trump's culpability in here, and that's fine. You know, you can do that, but he's not going to have the greatest amount of uh, responsibility. That might be even greater on Nancy Pelosi's shoulders. Is she under investigation for this? Not that I know of. So I think that's what a commission can do is find the subtleties that are located within the systems. and, And maybe... It won't lead to punishment. You know, maybe the commission doesn't, the outcome isn't punishment or, you know, naming names. Maybe it's coming up with a better system of communication. You know, afterward, we heard the National Guard was told by who, and then to stand down, and Nancy said this, and the president said that. Well, that's not a good a chain of command, in my view, that you have, like, a committee running a police department.
2: Well, but still, let's face it, police officers traditionally have civilian review, just as the military has civilian review. Who's the commander-in-chief? It's not the chairman. Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, it's the civilian president of the United States, commander-in-chief, mm-hmm. who supervises police departments, mayors do, who supervises state police, the governor does. You know, there is always civilian review of a military or semi milit quasi-military organization. Review and command? But Well, yeah, you have... You decide Command. what happens, yes. Okay. Not not day-to-day, here's the schedule for next week, uh, mm-hmm. send the car down here Tuesday at with 3 policies. o'clock. But policies, how things work, how things function. And with that responsibility comes accountability. If they screw up, You are the one that was in charge of it, so you bear some responsibility. But where I differ with Chris is he doesn't – either he doesn't understand that management concept or he believes Nancy Pelosi and the Democrats are exempt from it because they – I mean, I'm willing to admit that Donald Trump would bear responsibility if the – let's say the attorney general's office uh, and everybody thinks either Barr was great or terrible. If he gave him an illegal order and he followed it, it's certainly Trump's responsibility. He had that ability. If Nancy Pelosi failed to put into place the necessary safeguards, having been warned in advance, as apparently she was, that there was some potential for a problem, if she told someone to stand down, if she didn't aggressively move on to secure the resources to make sure that that guy in charge of it had secured the resources he needed to combat whatever it was he was going to face, then she does bear some ultimate responsibility, and, and I would say on the same level that President President Trump might bear it.
1: Right, about the same. All 800 we We'll take more callers on this good topic. One of our good listeners says, when are you going to demonize the people who are culpable but... Unwilling to investigate who and why the BLM Antifa happened, and gave the rioters see our uh, little gave, thing of a gave the rioters maybe the green light out west or something, or gave them a, a pass. Uh, the, I'm sorry, the, you have to keep the text to 140 characters. Yeah, it well, this
2: does, the old does program it. would right, would so. append it to the next.
1: But text. Uh, the point being that they want Black Lives Matters and Antifa investigated, which I fully support. You know, there's no and there's no argument that hundreds and hundreds of people who were involved in riots and uh, demonstrations in Oregon have been arrested, and they still continue. Now, Portland's still uh, ridiculously out of control, but other towns have calmed down, and there have been arrests, and there are investigations, so that's happening. Sure. Do we need more? If the answer to that is yes, do it. I don't have, I'm not against that. I just think the, the commission that could investigate uh, the January 6th riot should also be, in, uh, be uh, given its green light.
2: Well, I think the Republicans made a big mistake in not voting for it. You know, if they could agree, if they had some logical argument about, let's say, the Democrats wanted this or that provision, which we found unacceptable, and they enunciated that and made it clear to us why they were opposing it. Mm -hmm. Maybe I could understand that. But I would think if they were, if they could agree on the rules, if they had to have a unanimous vote on whatever the rules were, at least it had to be half and half, then I would think they'd be, they, they couldn't have a legitimate reason for rejecting it. You know, if they thought it was going to be a witch hunt and they put in place rules and provisions that would prevent that from happening, then there's no good, valid reason not to approve it. And I think they made a mistake, and I think it's going to come back to bite the Republicans in the posterior.
1: All right. I think the President had said, if you're going to kiss the ring, you can't investigate the <laughs> ring bearer. Vote no. Who said this. that? President oh, I Trump. I like
2: that. Did, did he actually say that? No.
1: Okay. Well, not that I know of, but that's the <laughs> gist of it. All right. The one that's highlighted there, and then we'll take the All break. Right. And again, that one ends... I prefer to read them in black. It's easier. Okay, but the outcome.
2: The end. outcome could be Trump, uh, Trump bad, Democrats good, but there will be no investigation into why Pelosi failed to approve the use of the National Guard. All
1: right. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. I think a commission, if it isn't going to investigate her actions and reactions and statements, and uh, the FBI said they knew in advance that there was the potential for trouble. So if they knew in advance and they didn't pass that on to her, well, then, you know, maybe that's not ideal. Maybe they need to change that communication. But, you know, it just seems to me that... As this came out and afterward, just a little bit of public investigation that was done, there's like six different police departments, seven different leaders, and four different chains of command there. And that seems like that should be clarified. And a commission could help do that. And it's not going to
2: name a name or arrest a person. It's going to help make things better in the future. Well, you know, I think all of us who have had management responsibility understand the concept that you have an obligation to monitor the subordinates under you. You know, you certainly you trust them. You give them authority to do their jobs. But as Ronald Reagan used to say, trust but verify. You need to make certain that the people underneath you have done what needs to be done. Nancy Pelosi should have conducted a, vis- a vigorous investigation herself into what the Capitol Police did and didn't know. And she should have been forthcoming about that. But I didn't hear her take any responsibility for what happened there at all.
1: Alright, stand by Cindy. I hate to do this. Hold on.
7: When it comes to car buying, there's the other
1: I'm not Sorry. I keep doing that we We have a guest tomorrow. Cliff Readers is going to call in at 830, so we're locking that in. Uh, Cindy, thank you so much for waiting. Now there's only two minutes left. Oh, no, there's four, four minutes. minutes.
8: Never sorry. mind. Go ahead. First of all, there was repeated discussion about punishing people, that this commission would punish people. I don't think they have the power to do that. Congress has a very limited power of punishment. The president each other for example if they want to impeach each other judges they can remove from the bench and fire their employees but i don't think they have any uh capacity law enforcement capacity to directly punish the people of the united states of america
2: unless they lie to them under oath could they okay i
8: stand corrected if you were called there and lie under oath you know but that's it i don't i don't Uh, I don't see how that kind of action can come out of that. Correct me if I'm wrong, but aren't law enforcement agencies investigating people and arresting them for their actions during this event?
2: Yes, they are. Yeah, that much is already happening. After the fact.
8: Certainly, there are investigations going on by people that we uh, have some faith in being uh, nonpartisan in uh, who they arrest uh, and charge with these things, I should hope. So... It isn't that this isn't being investigated and dealt with. Certainly, uh, I doubt that um, Mrs. Pelosi would have terminated that gentleman, but for the fact that she collected information uh, to make it appropriate for him to be, you know, to have the evidence. You don't just fire people willy-nilly. You have to have some proof if you're going to fire them for negligence or neglect or something like that. Um, so I don't. It isn't that this is not being dealt with. I just don't see. Uh, the whipped cream of it, if you will the, you know, the gravy on top Of Congress also doing that That's a good I just point think, And I believe strongly That this whole process will be abused And we, why do I believe that? Because when I reflect on previous commissions And hearings, that's exactly what goes on it isn't, there isn't really a genuine commitment to seeking the truth or anything. It's just a bunch of theater. They get on they're, they're five seconds on television. Don't even listen to each other. Don't even listen to the people answering the questions. They just carry on. It's their photograph moment, right? Their five seconds of fame. <laughs> and uh, such an abuse, not just of the process, but the American people. You know, it's such a, a lie to go on about this. To do these kinds of things, both parties.
2: Well, look at the uh, look at the hearings, Cindy. All they do is bloviate, Both yes. parties they don't they don't ask questions; they make statements and then just ramble on and on and on. So I, I don't think it would be terribly productive, anyway.
8: Worse yet, they have given themselves immunity that they can impugn the integrity and uh, uh, make outrageous claims against our fellow citizens without any recourse on that citizen's part as long as they're doing it in the halls of congress. And I think that's obscene. And it has led to the extreme kinds of things that they have said and done on uh, in these hearings. It's- it's just a terrible disservice, I think, okay. to allow that to go on again. Thank,
2: Thank you, Cindy. We appreciate your call. We're out of time on this segment, and we're out of time for today. We'll be back tomorrow with Cliff Readers as our guest for at the uh, eight thirty hour. That's correct. All we're right, at the beginning of the show for the first twenty minutes or so. Our noted
1: attorney, you're listening to News Radio 1070 W K O K Sunbury W K O K News Time, ten o'clock.